everybody, Jim Young with Evolved Athletics. This is episode four. Uh, today what I want to talk about is uh, essentially are your supplements working for you, uh, which is kind of an interesting topic. Um, I did start a course uh, looking at supplements and some of the behind the scenes stuff uh, regarding those. Uh, but more importantly, or more to the topic at hand, uh, I get asked questions about supplements quite often, and more often than not, the main question that I'm asked is, should I be using this? Which is kind of a neat question because it gives me some insight onto what clients are using and what you know friends and family are using. But I think what really needs to be asked is, are your supplements working for you? Rather than asking what should I be taking or what supplement is the best, the question that should be asked first after that, um, honestly before that, is are your supplements working for you? And more often than not, uh, I think what happens is most people tend to perceive the over-delivery of what a supplement offers. Um, and I, I've been prone to this in the past, uh, having weaned myself off some supplements um, or even going bare bones, you know, protein, creatine, and, and maybe a multiple vitamin or something like that. Um, but again, the, the question here is, are your supplements working for you? My first, first thought when asking this question is probably not because there's probably a hodgepodge of uh, different supplements being used, which typically is you know, some kind of protein powder or mass gainer, some kind of pre-workout, some type of, you know, off-the-cuff uh, testosterone booster or fat loss product or, you know, so, something that really doesn't have any uh, effect on the goal or uh, impact on the goal that the person's trying to reach. I'll give you an example. Uh, I had a client um, a while ago now uh, give me a list of about 15 different products that they were using on a, on a monthly basis. And I said, what exactly is the goal that you're trying to attain? And they came back and said, well, I'm looking to put on some muscle, shed some fat, and overall just feel better. Now, <laughs> right off the bat, those are pretty general and pretty vague goals. So I walked this individual through some goal-setting principles and to specify what exactly are you trying to attain. And then we took a look at some of the supplements. And what we, what we went ahead and did is removed some of the supplements that didn't have a direct impact on the specific goal that they were trying to attain. You know, and this individual was spending a probably close to 200 bucks a month just on supplements and that's bananas you know honestly that money could have been reinvested into um, you know a, a dietitian or you know some something else you know better quality food you know reinvesting in other equipment or say a new mattress or you know the list kind of goes on something that's going to be more beneficial to their lives or dare I say their family I mean because uh, when we're looking at health and fitness, a lot of the reasons why people are looking to improve their health, um, family is one of those things that pushes people to want to improve their health and fitness. So, you know, but that's, I suppose that's for a different story uh, for a different time. But so again, my question is, you know, are, you, are your supplements currently working for you? Then, then the question is, those supplements that you identified as having an impact or uh, potentially having an impact on the goal that you're trying to attain, now we have to look at the nitty-gritty. 
what's the efficacy of the supplements that are being used. Um, and that's where it starts getting tough because some of the research that's available on supplementation, uh, if you're not reading the actual research, uh, it can be hard to determine uh, the, the actual uh, science to, to back up its usage. You know, I've, I've reviewed countless research articles over the years, and it, it amazes me that supplement companies will use uh, citations right, to back up their efficacy or their, uh, you know, their advertising of their particular product. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure if companies realize that people are actually looking up these journals or these articles and actually reading them. Because if you open up some of the uh, research articles that companies are using, they're, they're usually the uh, group that they're testing is really small. So you might see 10 to 15 participants in a short time frame, so four to six weeks or something like that. And the reason that's important to know is because such a small population in such a short time frame, you know, you might see, for instance, strength gains, you might see those strength gains in that four to six week period. Um, even if those individuals are trained, you might see four to six week um, increases uh, in even in, in trained participants given their programming. So that may not have been an impact of the supplementation. That may have been an impact in the reprogramming of their their exercise or their training. And again, that's really important because we have to look at training programming as a variable, right? So if, if say, like uh, somebody untrained, obviously we're going to see changes in strength in a four to six week time frame um, just because of neuromuscular adaptations and things like that. So typically, you know, we would see that, uh, which is why I emphasize the trained athletes because typically they don't respond as quickly, um, especially if they're, you know, intermediate lifters. Um, we, we typically don't see those, you know, huge changes in strength gains. Um, sometimes we don't see any in that short window, but in the event that we do, we have to ask the question, Again, is it the supplement or is it the fact that their training programming has has been changed to elicit those kind of responses by somebody that's worked with experience in advanced lifters? So again, those are things that I think lay people aren't equipped to be able to answer in decamp for themselves, which is why buying supplements can be quite tricky. Um, and then like the like the client that I was describing, uh, this individual again was spending probably close to two hundred bucks. I never saw his actual bill, but fifteen different supplements—that's a lot. <laughs> and, and there really isn't a reason for fifteen different supplements. So again, are your supplements working for you? Do you know where to go to find out whether or not a supplement has the efficacy or the uh, science to back it up? If not, one of the places that I would recommend it going, rather than going to Google Scholar or some of these other sites to try to find the actual research, um, I do recommend quite often checking out examine.com. Uh, so they're essentially an education company uh, that reads the, the actual research on supplements. So they're companies specific to supplements. And then I think just within the last couple of years, they've um, also added uh, an assortment of nutrition topics. But again, uh, mo the company was actually founded on reviewing um, single 
supplements, so single ingredient supplements. And, and then do an awesome job in terms of citation and linking to outside sources. So obviously, you know, educational company that reads the research, you want to you want to know what research are they actually uh, reading and then talking about. So again, examine.com, uh, that's a company that I would recommend quite often. What I would not suggest people do uh, is read the reviews on what people think of the actual product that they're using. So for instance, uh, huge category right now, um, and has been for probably the last five or six years, are pre-workouts. Now, Pre-workouts, in a nutshell, uh, their main driver in the product tends to be some type of stimulant. Um, so you might see a beta agonist or, you know, in some cases, uh, you'll find ingredients like Yohimbi, um, which can give people a boost in energy but without being uh, a beta agonist, which is kind of nice, especially if you're trying to get away from uh, caffeine for whatever reason. But again, pre-workouts... Um, what tends to happen is people will get on websites or they'll, you know, talk to their friends and they'll say, Hey, this pre-workout's really awesome. It's done this for me. But if you boil the ingredient list down, there's probably just a handful of ingredients that are actually giving, uh, that individual a boost. Um, so I would say why spend 40 bucks, 50 bucks or whatever you're spending and just get right to the basics. You know, again, if you're looking for a pump, you know, I probably citrulline, uh, citrulline malate, something like that. Um, no stimulants. That's typically what I would recommend to somebody. Um, <clears throat> but if you're looking for that jolt, then, you know, typically like a cup of coffee. And I know that sounds uh, too simplistic and it's it's not fancy and it's not exciting. But, you know, honestly, a, a cup of coffee, a tall cup of coffee before a workout, your breath's going to smell horrible. But, hey, you'll get a, a pretty good workout. Um and it'll save you some cash. And ultimately, when we boil health and fitness down, health and fitness, improving your health and fitness shouldn't be expensive. It should not be expensive. Now, you do want to invest in it. I do believe investing in your health and fitness is important, but I don't think it should cost you an arm and a leg. So again, when it comes to supplements, stick to the basics, stick to what's been researched, like creatine, for instance. Creatine is one that comes up an awful lot. My goodness. Creatine is one of those uh, supplements that never ceases to amaze me some of the stuff that people say about creatine. To this day, I still hear people saying, well, isn't creatine a steroid? Absolutely baffling. I mean, we have, I mean, we have these smart devices in our pockets where we can search everything we want. You know, and just simply typing in, is creatine a steroid? You'll get your answer. You don't need a PhD or a master's degree to to be able to do that. Um, You know, and I'm not saying anything bad about parents, um, but it's typically parents that that jump into that. Uh, More so, it used to be, it used to be moms. I used to get a a ton of moms of football players uh, that would say, well, my son wants to take creatine, but isn't that a steroid? Isn't that damaging somehow? And here we are. I, at this point, we we'll probably have 20 plus years of human research uh, using creatine. There's nothing delirious, deleterious about using creatine. Uh, it is effective, but it has a specific function. And typically, it's power output with, you know, obviously, when you have an increase in power output, you're going to have... Uh, some increase in strength too. That's that's generally speaking what 
what its purpose is is you know it's just increasing power and strength would i recommend it in a fat loss phase uh i don't know it depends on the the person and the rest of their diet um and it depends on what their performance is like while they're in this you know fat loss phase but general population looking to increase strength and power yeah you know three to five grams a day every day yeah throw it in a protein drink or something else uh just be consistent with it um but otherwise <clears throat> that that's kind of my take on you know the whole what kind of supplements should i use and uh you know are the question is is that i get asked is what kind of supplement should i use however my question back to them is are your are your supplements currently working for you um in the last couple of minutes that's what i've been discussing now here's the thing i'm going to do a uh, a shameless plug here. I did again uh, create a supplement course. There's about an hour worth of content right now. It is free, uh, so you can log in, check it out, and go through the material. I do take requests in terms of topics to cover regarding supplements. What I won't do is do supplement reviews in that course because I think that takes away from the theme of the course. Uh, and I might do a you know a different course supplement reviews or something like that as a separate course um, because I want to make sure that the uh, supplements course is as informational and unbiased as possible without uh, you know trying to sell a, a particular product or something like that that's not the purpose of the course so uh, well I think I'm gonna wrap up there uh, it is a Saturday afternoon so I'm getting ready to uh, go out and finish the rest of my day and spend some time with the family and uh, Easter's tomorrow. So yeah, that should should be fun. All right, everybody. Thanks for staying around. And if you have questions, you want shout outs, anything like that, uh, you can drop me an email at evolvedathletics at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, you can check out the website evolvedathletics.com. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody.